Did you know that only about 2% of women consider themselves beautiful? I'm on a mission to smash that statistic because it is 100% unacceptable. Hi there, I'm Stephanie Snow, founder of The Beauty Revolution, a mind-body eating coach, an ordinary woman with an imperfect body, and your host for Flip the Beauty Script podcast. But enough about me, this is for you. Hey, hey, friend. How are you today? I hope you're having a wonderful, beautiful day. It's beautiful where I am. This gorgeous spring day and the sun is out and the sky is blue. Of course, that helps anyone feel better. Today, I'm going to talk about something I've been thinking about for a while and the, the stars aligned or something so that my world is manifesting, I guess, what I wanted to talk about. My husband went on a camping trip. My son who lives at home is working and I am at home alone in the quiet stillness. I love it. Today we're going to talk about the beauty of silence and the beauty of stillness. I think in the world we live in today, there's not a lot of stillness or silence for most of us. We're coming and going at a really neck-breaking pace, here to there and everywhere in between, and stopping to snarf down some food. <laughs> There's a throwback word from my growing up, snarf. Anyway, snarfing down some food when you get a moment, maybe giving your spouse a quick peck on the cheek, your kid a little hug and a pat on the back as they go out the door for wherever they're going for the fifth time today. Our lives just seem really hectic. I don't know if it's that way for you, but a lot of times that's how my life feels. And, you know, that's it's powerful. All the things that we're able to do in a day, in a week, in a month, but also the power of slowing down, even stopping and just being still and being quiet and being with yourself is equally, if not more powerful, I would say. We've all heard that, quote, silence is golden, right? And I believe it to be true. It's also very powerful and very beautiful. I took the rare opportunity a few weeks ago to go away all by myself for a week. Well, six days. It wasn't a full, complete week. But I did go away all by myself. No laptop, no TV, no music no phone calls. I did uh, text my my husband a few times and just to make sure everything was okay. And I checked my phone a few times a day just to see that, you know, there were no emergencies I needed to attend to. But I decided I wanted just a week of stillness and just to be by myself. And yeah, just be. I have a really hard time just being. And so I wanted to challenge myself. It's so funny when I was telling other people that I was going to go do this. And some people, like, I don't know. I guess there are people, maybe you're one of them, that doesn't really like being by yourself or without other people. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to be around people. I am a people person. 
But I also love to be alone in a quiet place. So anyway, some people responded by (laughs) very questioning glances and wait, by yourself? Like your husband's not going with you? Nobody, it's not even a friend? Are you going to visit someone? Nope, nope. I rented out an Airbnb all by myself. And it, it just made me laugh. Um, at some of the reactions. In fact, there was a man who attends our church congregation. When I told him what I was doing, he said, ah, does your husband know you feel this way, that you want to be alone for a week? (laughs) And I said, yes. And he's a little bit jealous because my husband, maybe we're weird. I don't know. But we both really enjoy being alone sometimes and just having space and peace and quiet to do what you want to do or do nothing at all if you don't want to do it. Anyway, so that's what I did for a week. I rented an Airbnb up in the mountains. It was only like a 20 minute drive from where I live. I did not want to go somewhere where I would have felt like I wanted to go out exploring. Although I did do a little bit of that, you know, some walking around, but I didn't want to feel like I got to go check out this new place I've never been because I wanted to do some checking in with myself on the inside. Because when I'm alone by myself for an extended period of time, This is such a beautiful and big way of how I learn about myself, how I become a better friend to myself and deepen that relationship I have with me. And this is one of the things that I teach and focus on with clients I work with, because when you're, when you are your own best friend, you have much more compassion, love, more patience with yourself, and you genuinely enjoy your own company. It's awesome. And I know there are a lot of people who don't like to just be in their own company thinking about themselves or about who they are or things about them that maybe are painful. And so this opportunity is great to take time to just focus on those things and think about who am I and why are those pieces there? If there are pieces that I don't like, where did they come from? Or maybe how can I change them if I want to? Maybe shedding, like I said, some more compassion on things you've been through. Um, We do that for other people in our lives. I would dare say we're probably a lot more compassionate with other people than we are with ourselves. So again, for me, this is a way that I like to do that. So back to where I went, this lovely Airbnb in the mountains. And bonus that it was super rainy. And I say that because, again, it made me not really want to go outside that much. So I just had this gorgeous little apartment, had a beautiful view. Um, I actually, they had a really nice recliner that was facing the wall and I turned it around. So it was facing the window. I spent so much time in that chair that week, wrapped up in a blanket, drinking tea, reading. I read over 1200 pages in that week. I did a lot of Bible study. I did some meditating. I did soaking baths because they had a nice soaking tub there. I made my food and that was really meditative. I really normally don't like to cook that much, but I found myself thinking, oh, I wish I would have brought some more food to kind of play around with. Because when you don't have all those other things tugging at you all the time, day and night, and you slow down, that you find some things that you actually maybe didn't know you would enjoy. So I found that, I thought that was really interesting. I took coloring books. I did some coloring uh, of shells and other sea life. And a lot of the time I just made myself sit 
and look out the window and watch the trees sway back and forth in the wind and watch the rain hitting the windows. For one, one day, I sat and watched two birds chasing each other through the trees for about a half hour. Now, in my normal life, I don't do that. I don't sit and watch anything for a half hour. Again, it's hard for me to just be. I'm a doer. I'm a list checker offer. And I like to get things done. I like to be productive. But I'm telling you, the week that I spent by myself was far more productive for me and brought so much beauty and joy into my life just by being present. It's a gift to yourself to be present. And so many of us don't take time to unwrap that gift because we're so wrapped up in everything else we're doing. And this is a gift that we would do well to give ourselves and other people, frankly, more often than we do. After coming back from this trip myself, I decided I really want to incorporate that retreat into my normal life regularly. I mean, I wish I could do it like once a month, but realistically, I'm going to shoot for like twice a year. Quarterly would also be great, but if I could do twice a year and go away for at least four or five days and just recenter, reintroduce myself to myself and just take that quiet time. Uh, it, it makes such a huge difference. And I wanted to just share a few of the things that I learned while I was gone. I had taken a trip mm, probably about a year and a half ago for four days by myself. And I found myself coming back to life being really, I don't want to say depressed, but like, ugh, now I have to go back to life, right? Now I'm going to go back to a, a house that isn't quiet. I'm going to go back to people I have to cook for and people who are going to demand things of me. And I'm going to have to get up early in the morning again and do all the things. And so it felt kind of ugh, heavy, you know, coming back from that. And this time I thought, I don't want to do that. I want to take all the things that I've learned and observed and created for myself this week. And I want to see what elements of that I can bring into my everyday life. Clearly, I can't have silence every day, all day. In fact, I'd probably hate that after a while. I don't know how long. I mean, I've always wondered how long I could be by myself and be fine with it. I don't know. Someday maybe I'll get to um, experiment on that. But anyway, so I can't bring that into life. It's not realistic, right? Normal life can't be like that. But there were specific things that I thought, you know, I can bring aspects of that into my life and to bring that feeling of connectedness to myself into my everyday life. So some of the things I learned, and oh, this is a good thing. If you decide to do this, and I highly, highly recommend it, keep a journal while you're gone. I kind of, somebody told me I should do that. And I was like, meh, I don't know. But I'm so, so glad I did because now I can look back on it. And I, I was pretty detailed about the things I did every day and the things I observed and what I kind of ideas that came to my head or whatnot. And now I can go back and read it. And it's almost like I'm reliving that experience a little bit. So I highly recommend to take a journal and just write down what you're doing while you're by yourself, what things you're experiencing, what things you're thinking about, that kind of thing. And you'll be really glad that you did. 
So I said that I read a lot of pages while I was gone. I read three pretty hefty novels, and they were really amazing. One of them I'd already read before, but um, it was Goose Girl. I was trying to decide, should I tell them the books I read? Yeah, these are good recommendations. I did enjoy all three. Goose Girl is a really good book by Shannon Hale, and that's the one I'd read before. I read Where the Crawdads Sing. Had not read that one before. A friend gave that to me for my birthday last year. Really, really enjoyed it. And the other one was called The Orchid House. I also enjoyed that book. It was very uh, confusing a little bit. It was one of those books that had lots of plots and subplots and crossing plots and timelines. And you had to keep a lot in your head, which I didn't really want to have to think that much. But I, I got into the story so much that I actually just kept reading. So enjoyed all three. Anyway, one of the things that I was doing as I was reading, I, I found some things that kind of stuck out to me as, oh, yeah, that seems that seems resonant with me right now. Like um, a character in the Orchid House was on an extended stay to visit one of her friends. And she got to just sit around and read all morning and go to lunch and then take a walk through the garden and take an afternoon nap. And she was just talking about how lovely it was to be able to just do that day after day. And she said that she felt like she was in a state of catatonic peace. And that made me laugh when I read it. And I also thought, yes, that's what I feel like. I'm in a state of catatonic peace and I love it. I also came across a quote that I had read before, but I had forgotten. And it said, no, we don't need more sleep. It's our souls that are tired, not our bodies. We need nature. We need adventure. We need freedom. We need truth. We need stillness. We don't need more sleep. We need to wake up and live. And when I read that quote, that totally resonated with me on this week I was away because I only took a nap one time the whole time I was gone. And it was like the fourth day I was gone. And just after lunch, I just thought, Hmm, I kind of feel like taking a nap, so I think I will. And I slept for about an hour, but it surprised me because I thought I would want to take more naps, especially since I hadn't brought anything really to work on or I didn't have a productive goal I was trying to accomplish while I was there. But I found I was living because there were so many things I was enjoying and observing around me and in and about myself that I didn't want to sleep. I was just having a really good time by myself, enjoying and exploring who I am and what I'm about. So that was really fun. All right, so at the end of my travels, I wrote a little wrap up of the things that I felt like I wanted to take away from this trip, like I said, and bring back into my everyday life. And I'm just gonna read a few of them to you from my journal. One of the things was I want to be able to stop even for a minute or two every day and listen and watch and observe things that I don't normally even pay attention to. There's so much beauty around us, whether we're out in nature, whether we're in a building with other people, the architecture, maybe you've never even paid attention to the architecture of a building you walk in and out of all the time, or your neighbor's face when you talk to them. Have you ever really looked into their eyes and seen the colors 
or how they smile, those kinds of things that we just tend to not even observe or notice. I want to do that more. I want to be here, wherever here happens to be. I tend to be one of those people that's always looking to, like I said, I'm a list checker offer. I don't know if that's a real term, but that's what I am. And I'm constantly, let me get done with this thing so I can move on to the next thing. And there's always the next thing and the next thing to be done and to be checked off and to be finished and cleaned up and whatever. And so when we are acting that way, there's so many things that we miss out on. Again, the observing of what's going on right now, right in front of us. Right now is frankly all we have. Nobody knows what the next moment will bring. Nobody knows if the next moment will come for them or for people they love. And so I want to try really hard to just be here, wherever that here is, and fully present. Okay, this one might seem silly to you, but I decided I want to eat more from beautiful dishes. When I was at the Airbnb, they had wine glasses and they had these really cool, thick, wood I don't know what kind of wood it was but it was amazing some exotic wood salad bowl and it was like a family-sized salad bowl but I ate almost every meal out of that bowl just because it was so pretty and I drank all my sparkly water from the wine glass because it made me feel fancy even though it was water and I thought I want to bring that into my world because you know what I am worth fancy dishes even if I'm just eating cereal or a salad, if I'm just drinking sparkling water or even my diet Pepsi, it makes me feel fancy and it makes me feel important that I'm eating in a real beautiful dish. I'm not just pulling something out of the fridge that nobody else wanted to eat. Yeah, we've talked about that before. And eat it out of the carton or drink from the gallon of milk. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Those things make a difference. So I came home, I actually... I got on Amazon and I ordered some fancy salad bowls that are all fun, bright colors. And I eat my lunch in them almost every day. And sometimes I even put a placemat down and it makes me feel important to myself. And I, I love it. So that's another thing I decided to bring back. And one more thing that I will share is that I really love the idea of being deliberately unplugged more. Just finding some time, whether it's once a day or a whole day once a week to just be unplugged. You know, I did not miss Facebook or Instagram or my email at all. I did not miss them at all. I didn't feel like my life was lacking. In fact, I probably felt better about my life because I wasn't worrying about how what I was doing stacked up next to what everyone else was doing. And it was amazing. So that's something else I want to try and bring into my daily life or more accurately take out of my daily life. So now that you're totally jealous that I had this amazing week by myself, I want you to pencil in your own time. Maybe you don't get to take a whole week. This is the first time I've done a whole week. Um, My kids are older and I was able to just take that time. You know, it just worked out in my schedule this time, but If you can only take it one day, that will do wonders. You can just take the moments that you have and be. Now, once you get this time set aside in your calendar, you got to make sure you actually do it. 
And if you get to take an extended period of time like I did, just have a few little tips for you to make it the best you can. Like I said before, take a journal or just even a notebook that you can write down the things that you're experiencing or learning or doing. Or even if you want to just take your phone and use voice notes. If you don't like to write, that's also another way to do it. Or you could draw pictures about it if you're artistic. That would not have worked for me because I would have come home and not remembered what I was trying to draw a picture of because I'm not very artistic that way. Anyway, some way to document the experiences that you're having. Also, bring things that make you feel comfy and at home. I brought a blanket with me that I love. I brought my slippers, which I didn't even know this, but the, the place I was staying had all hardwood floors. So I was super grateful I had my slippers with me. I brought my neck roll heat pack. I don't know what you call it. Rice bag that I could put in the microwave and heat up that I placed around my neck when I was sitting and reading. Bring comfort foods. I didn't even leave the, the place I was at the whole week except for to go on a couple of walks. In fact, when I met the owners the first day that I got there, they came over to just introduce themselves to me. And I said, okay, if you don't see my car move the whole time I'm here, don't think that I'm dead because I really might just not leave. I might just stay here. I'm just having some days of quiet. And the man gave me that look that some of my other friends had given me about, what? You're just going to stay in this little apartment? Yes. I was way more excited about it than he, you know, seemed to be. He looked at me like I was an alien, <laughs> but it's fine. After all, I wasn't there for him. I was there for me. And on that note, make sure you go somewhere that you feel like you can be relaxed. Go somewhere that you're going to feel safe, that you're going to be able to enjoy just being present with yourself so you don't have to worry about what else is going on around you. Uh, this one I did not fully figure out until I got to the apartment I was staying at either because it turned out they had a dog, which is fine, but the dog apparently likes to come in and hang out with the renters and many of the renters that they've had at this Airbnb let the dog come in and hang out with them and I just wasn't in that space where I wanted to have the company of a dog with me that week, so I opted to not let the dog come in, but every morning the dog was at the door barking for probably 20 minutes or so. And thankfully there was an ironing board in the uh, Airbnb. So I, I finally like the third day figured out to put that up next to the door where the window was. So at least I couldn't see his poor face because it made me feel bad that the dog wanted to come in and play, but I really just wanted to be by myself. So that was the one thing that kind of disrupted my peace as it were, but not very much. So make sure you're at a place, even if if you can, uh, I always think if I could be at my own home for a day or two, that would be awesome because then you have all the comforts that you want already there. However, that can be a negative because also, I don't know about you, when I'm at my home, no matter if I'm alone or with other people, there's always work to be done, right? You can always see the dishes that need to be done or the carpet that needs to be vacuumed or those bills that need to be filed away or whatnot. Whereas if you go somewhere else, that's completely just for your rest and your relaxation, those things are not going to be with you. So you're able to maybe enjoy the peace and the stillness a little bit more. So hopefully those are some helpful tips if you want to go 
have your own solo vacation. I do have to share this funniest thing that happened to me. Many times during the week, I had the song by Depeche Mode, Enjoy the Silence, come into my mind. I'm not going to sing it because as I'm not an artist, I'm also not a singer. But if you know that song, Enjoy the Silence, uh, I had it come through my mind several times because I was, in fact, enjoying the silence. So the day came when I was ready to go home. I packed up my car, locked up the apartment, got in, and I kid you not, within five minutes of me being in my car, driving home, Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode came on the radio. And I laughed out loud. You know, God has a really funny sense of humor. And I just loved that he was observant of me that day and wanted to just give me an extra little laugh and uh, dose of humor that day. Lastly, I just wanted to share a quote that I got from a video I recently watched from Green Renaissance, and the video is called Seek Silence. And if I can figure out how to somehow link this to the podcast episode, I will do that. I have not yet figured out how to do show notes and all that kind of thing, so I will try to figure that out. If not, you can look up, it's Green Renaissance, And the video is called Seek Silence. And the quote says, Silence whispers words that decorate your heart with beauty. Beauty refreshes. Beauty nurtures. Beauty comforts. And beauty heals. It shapes the landscape of your heart. And I just feel like that totally encapsulates everything that I experienced and brought out of that week I had alone. And I did feel so much more alive and beautiful and my world around me felt more beautiful. So I encourage you to take some time in stillness and see what the silence will whisper to you. I also wanted to let you know about something new I'm doing. It's called the five day body image breakthrough. And what it is, is a series of five simple practical strategies that you can put into place over five days that will help you claim body confidence. If you're having struggles in those areas, I encourage you to go to my website, jointhebeautyrevolution.com, and you can access it there. And as always, make it a beautiful day.